blessings in the mighty precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I uh, am glad that we are able to resume the podcast this week. And, um, there were some technical issues because of which we had to pause the podcast for a while. But here we are. We are excited to start the podcasting again. And uh, this week on Marriage Talk, we are going to be discussing a, a question that keeps coming very often in uh, the Christian circles and which is the fact that, hey, can I marry an unbeliever? You know, he's one of the persons, one of our uh, subscribers, she emailed us this week saying, um, Pastor, this is what's happening in my life. I know that I shouldn't be marrying an unbeliever, but my parents, they are forcing me into getting married to an unbeliever and how should I respond to it? And uh, that's that's what we're going to be discussing about the dangers of getting married to an unbeliever, how to deal with parental pressure into getting married uh, to the right person and, uh, and, and, and a little bit more, especially from a girl's perspective, because she's a girl. I know it'll be much easier for guys because guys are... Um, are more independent in making their decisions, unlike girls who are more dependent on their parents. So, so we'll we'll be dealing uh, this, uh, including and looking at it from a girl's perspective. And I have Rashmi also here. Rashmi. Hi. Okay. Uh, so, to begin with, what do you think? Uh, what do you think that my friend should be doing over here in the, in a situation like this where she's been praying, she's been asking God to make a way. But she has not seen a breakthrough in this one area, and she wants a a clear answer on what to do. How would you How would you explain to her that marrying an unbeliever is still wrong? I think the scripture is pretty much clear on this topic because I mean this is something that has kept coming over and over again about whether a person a, a believer should marry an unbeliever, and the scripture is crystal clear about this when it says that do not be unequally yoked mm-hmm. you know do not be yoked with an unbeliever mm-hmm. because uh, I mean the, the the reasons are very obvious the fact that um, if you look at it from the because you you were asking for a girl's perspective something that comes straight out of my mind is the fact that the Bible when it talks about the family talks about an order Mm-hmm. So the man is always the head of the house okay. and God works through that order. You okay. know? So so the husband or the father is always the head of the house. Mm-hmm. And if that person is not a believer, mm-hmm. how do you think that person is going to uh, run the family in a godly way? Because at the end of the day, the institution of marriage was established by God right. for being a unit mm. I mean, there is the personal worship and then there is the corporate worship. And the and the corporate worship starts as a unit in a church from a family. Right. So, if you do not have a godly family headed by the leader who is a godly person, how do you expect this marriage to survive? Oh, that's, that's so true because, uh, you know, we've seen the examples of so many people who've been married uh, over time. And they might not necessarily be even unbelievers. They mm. might be believers. Mm. But just because the the spiritual 
level of walking with god mm-hmm. uh, it differs in both of them and especially the man because mm-hmm. the man gets to lead the house the man is supposed to lead the house True. and when the man takes it easy takes it uh, takes it for granted that hey Uh, walking with God is not really important. It directly affects the children. It directly affects, affects the family. Yeah, it affects everything, right? So, so uh, you know how how what is the best way to deal uh, with this in a situation like this when she is so much under pressure from society, from her parents, from relatives to get married. You know, we were in a similar situation too when. we wanted to get married and uh, our parents were not for it because you know they were like uh, they had their own reasons and they had their own uh, fears about the same and you know how would how would we uh, help this girl on on how to withstand the social social pressure the family pressure and and you know pressure from seeing friends of her age getting married and you know how do you how do you sustain in a environment like that okay to begin with i i would like to ask the listener and the people who are raising the same questions this one question i would like to ask them this how many of the people who you are considering in your decision of getting married how many of them would actually be there after your marriage i just okay. want to ask that mm-hmm. because once you get married mm-hmm. again the scripture says you know the the man shall leave his father and mother mm-hmm. and cleave to his wife mm-hmm. which means to say that after getting married the family is an individual unit right. directly under god right at that point no amount of interference from any of these people is going to help and no amount of help from these people is He's going to help yeah is going to make any difference because at the end of the day it's about the man and the wife and right. their children right right so if you are looking at the pressure aspect of mm-hmm. parents of society of friends of people your age who are getting married if you're looking at all of those pressures i think they are very temporary and you can withstand them till i mean you can withstand them right because at the end of the day the rock solid question is who are you going to spend your life with very true very true i think that that will also help give you a lot of clarity on who are the people you should be listening to i mean bible does emphasize the importance of obeying your parents yeah. obeying your spiritual leaders in in your church you know uh, bible does give a lot of em- em- emphasis on being uh, submissive to your mentors to your uh, you know uh, to to the people who are who do have a say in your life but mm. but still that is not outside the limit of god's, god's will, for, will you. for your life you know if yes. god's will for your life is to is for you to move out of the house and you know have your own family life and your parents are expecting you to continue living in the house then it's a dumb mistake to make to say hey wait a minute i might be hurting my parents if i move out of the house let me continue in the house because mm-hmm. wait a minute you're you're willing to disobey god's word mm-hmm. to be able to obey your parents exactly if i can if i can put it in a in an illustration the best example of a structure you can find in in an organization or, or let's say you know in the corporate world so if you have your you know your uh, gm and then you have your uh, 
assistant manager and then you have your employee and then you have your you know people working the subordinate right now there is a clear line of hierarchy there mm-hmm. you see that right mm-hmm. now if the gm has passed a certain rule and you as the the lowest rung employee mm-hmm. or the um, you know in 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 that level would you listen to your immediate superior or would you listen to the the law that was passed by the gm right because this is this is a clear cut hierarchy mm-hmm. it is an order that flows mm-hmm. and even in family or even in this in the in the case of authority mm-hmm. yes definitely god has placed authority over you yes mm-hmm. definitely there are leaders above you mm-hmm. yes you should be respecting them it is it, you know the bible talks about again honoring obeying mm-hmm. respecting parents mm-hmm. but it all comes with the clear line of in the lord being in the lord true when lord has commanded something and if the and if the you know the juniors to them which 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 can be in the form of pastors in the form of our our parents in the form of our mentors mm. you know spiritual leaders in the form of them when when they move away from the truth mm. the bible is the truth the scripture is the truth mm. when they move away from that solid truth mm-hmm. and expect you to still obey them i think there is something wrong there exactly uh, see you know i i understand that now how can we convince this sister to um, you know to still remain there and and uh, and not to give up you know i'm sure that by now she understands the fact that uh, marrying an unbeliever is wrong mm-hmm. and that her parents um need not be the decision makers in this decision because they are not going to be there with you after the marriage mm-hmm. and the they fact they may be there but but then it's not right for them to be there exactly and and then also the fact that you your obedience to god and your allegiance to god is more important than your obedience and allegiance to a man now what what if you know because one of the things that plagues the the mind of a girl in a, at least in indian society what if i don't get married mm. what if i go beyond the age and uh, and i remain unmarried mm. all my life and mm. i am a burden to my parents and mm. i i don't what how can we how can we comfort or how can we help break that particular mentality in a, a girl's mind okay i would i would just like to raise two points here one the fact that um i mean this might sound very controversial and and i have my convictions from the holy spirit to say that a man and a woman are equal okay a woman is not below uh, right. a, a a a girl is not inferior you mm-hmm. know so when you said that from the aspect of a girl's eye you mm-hmm. know the ma- the guy is more liberal the guy is more independent but the girl is not i think that is not definitely not what god meant when he created a girl he did not create a girl to to remain uh you know um to remain uh, you know submissive is a is a good thing but mm-hmm. um how do i put it like a, a girl always being uh, under someone okay okay so she will not be a burden to her parents okay because if she has made up her mind mm-hmm. that i'm an individual and that god has a certain plan for me and that there is a purpose for my life mm-hmm. you know 
I am made a girl because I can do things that a guy cannot. Okay. And that's why I am unique. And that is why uh, God has made me a girl. Mm. God has made me a girl to function in my own capacities and responsibilities. So okay. that can never be a reason mm-hmm. as to why I'm not getting married or pressure building up. Isn't okay. it, I mean, the, our society has, has and our culture has um, um, restricted women so right. much right. by their rules and their regulations. Right. But that is definitely not what God meant True. when he, when he created a girl. Mm-hmm. He did not create a girl to to be under a man all the time. Right. Uh, so first is that you mm-hmm. should never, never, never consider yourself lower in mm. esteem. Right. Because God made not just Adam, but even Eve in his own image. Right. So you are an image of God. I think I think if the woman finds her self-esteem in God, half the problems will be solved. Right. That's the first point I would like to make. Okay. The second point is point is that we should never, never operate in fear. Mm. This is fear. Right. When you say that, what if I don't get married at the age of 25? What if I don't get you know get children by the age of twenty seven? That is fear. That is illogical. Mm. What if God doesn't want you to have a baby by thirty? My mother, she was a thyroid patient. At the age of thirty five, she went ahead and had a baby, mm-hmm. because it is possible from God. Right. Thyroid. I mean, I mean forget I mean, about uh, thirty five. Abraham and Sarah. They had they, children at at, at the 100. age of ninety and hundred. Exactly. So there's possible. nothing impossible with God. Definitely not. So instead of operating in fear, you should instead operate Step in faith. Step out in faith. Mm. Step out in faith. What is it that confines you? That mm. is that is from the word mm. and that is from the society. Have a clear cut idea about that. Mm. If there is a distinction in your mind, that is that is again like. That is clear cut. Mm. That is, um, I am not getting a good word to emphasize on the fact that this is black and this is white. Mm-hmm. There are cultural norms, there are societal norms, there are family traditions. All of it are man made mm. for man's convenience. Right. But if it is conf- conflicting with the scripture, right. Follow the scripture because the scripture has stood the test of time. Exactly. Exactly. Very true. You know, see, the challenge in Indian culture is that women, they uh, they see marriage as the ultimate goal of life. I'm sorry, it is not. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as they, they see this as the only life's purpose. You right, know? right. You grow, you do what you want to do, yes. but at the end, at of, the the end day, of the day, you get married. You no, have to get no, married. No. You know, so your all your education is useless, all the talents that you acquire. Then what's through, the point in life? Through time is going to be useless and uh, everything that you do. So... After marriage, your sole purpose remains to serve your husband and to and and, and, and your children, children and, 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 and run to, after them and the children and that's it. So, I think the first thing would be to come out of that set of a, a mindset True. to say that marriage is the ultimate goal. Marriage is just one of those um, things that one of those milestones that you cross on the True. way True. where God 
brings a partner alongside who will do the same thing who will propel you to your destiny who will propel you to your destiny who will walk alongside who True. will he's encourage a you he's a companion yes. he's he's not supposed to be your destiny exactly you know exactly. many times that's where that's the confusion that especially in indian mindset mm. that is that is the i think that has to be overcome mm. uh, so that the fear can be broken totally. because uh because that is what causes that fear you know else my life is a waste else mm. my uh i have nothing to do with my life true, i'm true. i'm just done right you get so get married at the age of 25 and then till the next 60 80 years you just just done, done. i mean like do, if, if because uh, i'm not saying that that's how every woman live but but when that's the basic when uh, when they that is their dream mm. when that is all that they dream for mm. that is all that they will do True. right you have to be a person who will dream uh, uh, for greater things mm. uh, i'm not i'm not a fem- i'm not trying to be a feminist here mm. but i'm saying that god has a plan for a woman as much as he has a plan for definitely, a man definitely. and god has a plan for your family as true. much as he ha- have has a plan for your husband and for your children true, true. so it's very necessary that you yield to the plan of god for your family for mm. your life and mm. then you'll be able to grow in it and, mm. and as you rightly said do not operate out of fear mm. what if god brings you the right man at the age of 30 35 40 whatever mm. age you are at right now you know mm. what if god does that there's nothing impossible for god mm. you know he mm. can make it happen instead of uh succumbing to the fear of your parents uh you know not uh not supporting your marriage later mm. just trust god 100% and mm. he will make a way mm. amen anything mm. else that you would like to add to conclude i i just want to tell you about this friend of ours who withstood i mean i mean these these are real life examples so i if if it helps in in uh, in building up your faith in god uh, i would like to share that about this girl who who for a long time had to withstand the pressure of of settling down for Mm. any guy right right she had a she had a dream mm. she had an aspiration in fact she even spoke to priji about the kind of guy she wanted mm. with with details exactly no i mean i i'm, I'm not saying she was being demanding mm-hmm. but i'm saying that she was waiting for god's will mm. and and god is someone who would who would like to pamper us right exactly. so so she asked for a musician okay and and she asked for a doctor a doctor mm. and i for the life of me i cannot understand how a doctor will have the have the time to play an instrument right right <laughs> and and of course she wanted someone who could who could, who could lead her and you know who could who whom she could look up to mm. and uh, and she had been in for a lot of disappointment mm. because uh, because not because she didn't find a doctor who could play instrument just because the fact that she could not find a guy who could lead her to Christ mm. or who could help her in her walk with God right. so when she kept that as her priority mhm the bible says seek ye first the kingdom of god right and all of these things it'll just it'll just be added unto you exactly seek ye first right exactly your it shouldn't be your top priority it should be your only priority true to look for a a guy mm. or look for a girl mm. who would help you in your walk with god very true very true uh i i i remember a quote somewhere which says your heart should be so hidden in christ mm. that 
the person has to first find Christ to mm. find you. Right. Very true. So, and, and this girl, after like a good, what, seven, eight years? Yeah. Seven, eight years of withstanding pressure from, from Parents, all sides, from, from church. Society, yeah. Everything. Everything. She finally, finally has found her love and, and, and she's head over heels. And it's it's such a beautiful ending. It's such a beautiful story. Mm, and, that's true. And, and then we're also... We're also um, with much disappointment. Like I, 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 w- I would like to say that we also have friends who've, who've um, given into pressure. Yeah, and gotten married. And gotten married. And now are almost at the verge of divorce, verge of divorce. or at the verge of, uh, you know, very disappointing uh, stages in their marriage, and True. you know, so. Simply, simply saying, so it it doesn't mean that just because you get married to a believer, everything is going to be hunky dory. Mm. But the fact that when you are faced with a storm, you, you would have. you would run to the rock. Right, right, very true. That is that is the saving grace in right. in the fact that you get married to a believer. To a believer. Amen. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you guys for listening to this morning's podcast. I hope that. You could take some lessons back from this podcast and that, that God would speak to you in your circumstance, in your situation. If you know anybody who is going through something like this, you know, take a moment to just uh, go ahead and share this podcast with them. And I let's pray that God will speak to them as well. Um, let's just quickly say a word of prayer. Father, we just bless your children. Every heart that is listening to this podcast, I declare your hand of grace upon them. And, and I also speak uh, your favor, your goodness, your, uh, your presence over their hearts, O God. Mm-hmm. And I, as we pray, Lord, we, we declare that mm, you will speak to them. Yes, Lord. You will speak to them in, in, mm-hmm. a, in a way that um, they will know for clear that this is your will for their life. Mm-hmm. That they will, there will be no uncertainty yeah. that, uh, about the kind of guy that they, they want to get married to or mm-hmm. the kind of girl that they are looking forward to getting married to. There will be no uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And that you will give them the divine strength to withstand pressure from all, all sides. And yeah, just, just yeah. Lord, lead them, mm-hmm. we pray, in mm-hmm. this time, in this season. Mm-hmm. We thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I think the problem all started because God trusted two vegetarians in the Garden of Eden.